Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org slash students. That's lls.org slash students. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left, look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it, and with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, January 25th, the beginning of another work week, although every day is a work day for me and Mark. I mean, it's a little scary, and I bet that's a a lot of you out there are feeling that. It's just while you're home, if you're lucky enough to have a job, you're just working all the time. It's it's intense, but uh, I guess we'll have a chance at some point. Good news um, that we are starting to feel like, hey, maybe the cases are going to start diminishing a little bit but we still have to be vigilant. And it means that probably most of us are not going back to work anytime soon. I I can't imagine anytime sooner than springtime. So uh, get used to it. Get your stand-up desks, get a good chair, and be smart about it. Okay, this is the program where we try to answer your financial questions. And if you have one, send us an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. I'm a certified financial planner. Mark's a certified financial planner. So this is how we use that designation for the good. So if you want to come on, come on and let us know. If you want to join us on the program, that is something that is always better. That is what Vicki did. Vicki is on the line. She's outside of Boston. My main question for you, Vicki, is this. Were you, are you a Patriots fan? Yes, because I have to be because where I live. Okay. Now, second question. Does that mean you're rooting for Tom Brady or against Tom Brady throughout this year? 
Well, I don't want to root against anybody. It's sort of, I want to be for everybody. <laughs> okay. So that's a very nice, that's very nice. In New York, we like to root against. Mark and I root against each other's hockey teams, although he doesn't care as much anymore, but I still root against his. So I appreciate that. Tell me what we can do for you today on the program. So I have a couple of questions. One is relative to the fees that my financial advisor charges me. And then second is if you have any advice on a hasty decision I made relative to term life insurance. Okay. First, tell me how old are you? I'm 59, almost and a half. I love that half because it becomes a magical number, doesn't it? Yes. Um, Are you working still? I work for a university. Yes. Okay. And I'm at my stand-up desk. Oh, good. I mean, I don't know if it really works, but it does. It sort of like gets you uncomfortable enough to sit and stand and sort of split the day that way. How much do you make at your university? Just under 60. Okay. Are you married, single, partnered? Widowed. Bummer. Total bummer. But you're too young to be a widow. It's been 11 years. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. That's terrible. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Kids? Two in their 20s. One's launched and one is still home with me. You're such a good mom. Okay. When do you think you're going to retire? Not a minute past 67. Oh, I like that. But 67 is a good number. There's too Uh, much I want to do. All right. That's, I, I hear you. You got a long way to go. You got like all this time during the pandemic to figure out what you want to do. Right. And you got, I already know. <laughs> uh, very good. And you got, you know, whatever, seven and a half years to figure it out on your $60,000 salary. Does that support you? Do you have, do you feel like you've had a comfortable life right now? Um, comfortable is relative. I mean, I try to live within my means. Um, I'm comfortable. Yes. Would I like to have a higher salary? Of course, but I make do with what I have because I want, I have a job that, um, doesn't give me a lot of stress and that's what I have to focus on avoiding my stress. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's trade-offs in everything, right? I mean, I feel the same way, like, hey, I could be making a lot more money, but I love what I do. So then you have to say, well, well, how much is enough, right? I do have a fulfilling job. That's great. And so, Vicki, you work for a university. You must have a 403B. Is that right? I do. I put in 10% and they match eight, except for 2020 when they withheld the match because of all the expenses they had to endure due to COVID. Okay. How much is in your account right now in that 403B account? 73000 Are you also going to be entitled to a pension? No. What else you got saved? So I have an IRA rollover for 288000 I have a Roth IRA. I was late to the game on that. I have 17000 mm-hmm. Um, I have an inherited IRA for 163000 and then the um, investments are 261000 and I have about a 60-40 split on those. Okay, that's good. If you were to look ahead, did you have you seen what your Social Security benefit looks like at your age 67? Yeah, so I, I mean, every time I call them, I get a different response. But at this point... <laughs> And it's very frustrating. At this point, I believe at 67, I will still be best off claiming my husband's social security. Uh, Because he made more money, basically. Right. So unless I get a higher paying job, I mean, I don't want to leave my employer before I retire, period, because the benefits are too good. Okay. But if I get a higher paying job, I may switch over 
to mine, but um, I believe that I have to just have to wait till 67 and collect his. But I'm always calling Social Security in case I get a really good answer. Right. And and then you have to call back to make sure you get the same answer again. Exactly. Right. What is the Social Security benefit that you would get from your husband's benefit at 67? I believe it's about 2500 a month. Okay. That's good. It doesn't get you to 60 grand a year, but it gets you in the direction, right? In this current environment, are you only saving through your 403B or are you saving in your investment account as well? Pretty much in the 403B. Okay. So where you put that 10% plus the 8% match. Correct. Okay. All right. Doing that keeps you out of trouble. There's no debt that's floating around that I should be worried about. I have zero zero debt and zero mortgage. Oh, no mortgage either. Okay. So you could potentially put more money away, theoretically. Well, I like to have, so I only have, I have about 10 months emergency cushion. Okay. So I'd like to beef that up. All right. So once you do that, you want to get to like 12 or 18 months? What's the goal? At least 12. Okay. Once you get to that amount, what's the game plan then? You take the extra money and you're going to put it in your Roth or, I mean, because I think that would be a good idea for you to use the Roth. So if you have extra money, instead of putting it pre-tax into the 403B, I would put it into the Roth instead because you're in a pretty low tax bracket right now. Oh, I'm in the, yes, I am. Uh, The good and the bad, the good news is you're in a low tax bracket. The bad news is you wish you were making more money to be in a higher tax bracket, but still, I mean, look, you're in the 22% tax bracket. You're going to probably end up staying there anyway, just because of income in the future. So it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So tell me about the advisor. So um, I went to him because a bunch of my friends were using him and he and they were very, very happy with him. And I'm happy with him. He listens to me. We talk. We, he gives me pros and cons. We make decisions together. He honors my decisions. Super accessible, very communicative. But I'm paying him. I mean, aside from the $500 annual fee, I'm paying him approximately $500 a month charges my portfolio about a, about 1%. So he's got the rollover, the Roth, the inherited IRA and the investment account? Correct. Okay. And he's not giving you any advice on the 403B? Oh, he does give me that. Yes, okay. he does. But he doesn't manage it. He just sort of tells you what to do and you go do it. No. So we go, we go online. He sees what it looks like. He says, move this here, move this there. I see. Okay. All right. So, yeah. I meet with him twice a year, but he's totally accessible any other time. 1% is not a ton of money to pay given the asset level. Okay. So here's what I think. You've got two big choices. You can say to him, it's a lot of money, dude. Like I love you, but it's a lot of money. And I start the year off at minus six grand every year. And it's maybe not worth it for me. And maybe he would lower your, your fee. The other thing that you could do is you could try someone else. When I say someone else, another institution. So what are your choices? You can go to a, let's say Vanguard or a Schwab. These are big investment houses. And what they have is they have an advice component. So those are really cheap. Like you're paying 1%, this would be like 0.3% or a quarter of a percent. So you may not even get, you may not get a dedicated advisor. So you know how you said to me, like, I really like him. He's responsive. Like they'll be responsive, but it won't be the same. It's not going to be like that customized holding your hand kind of. That's what I like. That's what I need emotionally as a widow still, you know, 
I still have one kid at home. He needs a lot of hand holding. I, I know that I need that emotionally. Okay. Then the other one that I want you to maybe check out is called Facet Wealth. They sponsor my, my weekend radio show. They have flat fee planning and it's based on the complexity of your situation. It doesn't sound like you actually have a complex situation. Mm -hmm. So um, what I would do is I would check them out as well. Facet, F-A-C-E-T, wealth.com. Check them out. See what you see what you find there. And you would this way um, with Facet, unlike some of the big houses, you do get a dedicated certified financial planner. You do get somebody, the same person every time. They'll tell you what the fees are up front. And maybe it's not that different. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I have a feeling it could be cheaper. And you might want to just check that out. But if you're going to go for a dedicated individual, you're not going to do better than 1%. That's my guess. Okay. Now, the other thing you could do though, tell me about your 403B. Where is it held? Fidelity. I mean, you could roll over, you know, the $288,000 you have, you could roll that over into the 403B. You could roll that back into the 403B and then you could consolidate that money and I don't know if he's charging you the 1% on the 403B or not, or just doing it for the heck of it, but Fidelity's cheap, Fidelity's easy. And frankly, if you said to him, I'm happy to stay with you, but I'm rolling over my IRA rollover into my current 403B, you can charge me on the Roth, on the investment account, and this, that, and, and you know, then your fee will go down because he won't charge you on as much money under management. Interesting. So you, so you might want to try that. He might say, screw you, lady, you know. Look, five grand's a lot of money, Vicky. Well, that's how I feel. And it's a lot of money for someone who doesn't have a complex financial outlook. I mean, here's, here's what you got. You say, I got essentially seven and a half years to click away and put money away, right? And he should be encouraging you to be putting more money into the Roth. And he should be really encouraging you to be looking ahead and saying that you can put more money away. You know, like if this is just asset management, 1% is a lot of money. Like I'll hold your hand once a month. For <laughs> so I'd like to see if we can reduce that. Now tell me the second aspect of this, which is the insurance. So when my husband passed away, I bought uh, from his best friend. He was the best man at our wedding. He was his best friend for life. I bought um, a term policy just to sort of get me through when I thought my youngest would be independent. So that was 10 years. Well, 10 years later, he's not independent. He has some life challenges that I, I help him with. And um, I feel like when it was time to renew, I felt like, well, why don't I just renew it? It's like the least amount of work, the least amount of energy I have to expend to make a decision on on a chunk of money that I could be putting away every month. So I renewed it for a, like a 20-year term, $300,000 payoff. So in other words, if I you know pass away before 79, my two kids will split $300,000. So it was sort of an investment in a way, like guaranteed income for them. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot of time to make the decision based on the renewal period. So here I am paying $87 a month on this policy, which I don't get return on unless I die. 
So in other words, should I take the 87 and maybe add 13 more dollars a month and call it an even 100 and convert it to a different policy with that insurance company? Because it's one of these huge insurance companies nationwide that has all these different products. So that way I could have an investment, uh, something that, that does pay back, that does earn and still stick with him. I feel like I have a little bit of a personal obligation to stay with him. No, you don't. No, you don't. You do not have any personal obligation to stay with him. So that's number one. Take a deep breath on that. I'm taking you off the hook on this. Um, Really, that was probably not the greatest plan for you. The guy probably sold you what he knew he could sell you, but that wasn't the smartest thing for you. How much is your house worth? About 360000 So, I mean, right now you have a million dollars, okay? And your kids are going to split whatever you have. Mm -hmm. And- I don't see why you need 300 grand of term life insurance in addition to that. So, so here's what I would do. I'd call up your, <laughs> are you still friends with him or not? I Tell am, me that I am. I am. You are? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. I know it's an emotional thing. Do you have life insurance through work? Yes. Perfect. Say to him, you know what? I didn't even realize I have life insurance through work. It's really great. I'm going to use that. I'm going to kill this policy. I'm done with it. And That's then it. he'll say, what, what else can we do? What do you want to replace it with? Don't have to. I'm going to, I can buy extra insurance through work. Thank you so much. That's it. You got to, you got to pull the plug on that. I mean, honestly, unless you want to just throw your money away, you should not add $13 a month. You don't need insurance. No, I meant was, you know, they have other investment. Vehicles. I know, I know, but they don't, they're not good. Number one, and they're expensive. Number two, really, you're making this funny, emotional decision about him And it's really good for him. It enriches him. But he didn't really take care of you. He didn't look at your situation and say, you know what? Actually, you don't need this insurance. Like if I were your best friend, your husband's best friend, I would have said, let's see what your let's see what your employer has for insurance. Maybe we can buy it through there and it'll be cheaper. And I don't need the commission. Stupid eighty seven dollars a month. The guy's probably making, you know, forty dollars a month from you. But it does. It's like nonsense. You don't need it. You don't need this insurance. I do want to say one thing, though. You mentioned something about your son. Is your son special needs or is it just that he's a sort of like, you know, needs some help, a little kick in the ass kind of help? So it's kind of in between the two. So he does have um, some learning challenges and some mental illness. He works full time. He drives. He's a, job, he's a great employee. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he still needs some support at this time. Because I'm just wondering, like, how you've set up your estate to make sure that he does not necessarily end up with, like, like, okay, for example, if you were to drop dead tomorrow, God forbid, poo, 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 that I hope it never happens. But let's say that did happen. Now there's a half a million dollars that goes into his pocket, a half a million dollars into your other kid's pocket. Are you comfortable with that? Well, yes, because he had the sechel, which I know that you'll know what that means, sechel, the foresight, the, yeah. the brain to go get a financial planner himself with oh. my financial planners uh, in his same firm. Okay. So I feel comfortable that he's being looked after. Okay, good. All right, good. Here's what I would say about this. I don't think you should actually re-up this policy. I don't think you should add more to it. Even though, look, Northwestern Mutual is a good company. I get it. It's it's fine. But it is not, don't buy another product. Do not buy another product. And frankly, with $100 a month, I would be very happy if you just use that extra $100 a month to, uh, you know, pop into your Roth IRA or into your investment account, but not into not into an insurance policy. You don't need insurance. He had originally tried to get me to buy a hybrid long-term care policy, but the rate was just ridiculous. No, no. Because no. you know what? He can only sell insurance. That's the funny thing. It's like if I go to a Toyota dealership, 
I'm going to buy a Toyota. And if I go to a Mercedes dealership, I'm going to buy a Mercedes. The Mercedes dealer is not going to say, hey, you know what, Jill? It seems to me that you should go over to the Toyota dealership because you don't really need a Mercedes. They can only send me, sell me a Mercedes. That's it. And that's the problem with a lot of these insurance folks. I don't think you need insurance. If you said that I'm just like, I can't say no to this guy and you just are very happy throwing away 87 bucks a month, then keep what you have. Don't buy anything else. That's it. Okay. All right. Are we good? You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's so great that like when I have you on the air, it's so much more fun because isn't it more fun? Like I get to ask you all the follow-up questions and you see that I uncover different aspects of the question itself. So I really do appreciate it. Vicki, outside Boston, I'm wishing you continued good success. Keep plowing money into your savings. All right. If you, like Vicki, would like to join us on the air, all you have to do is send an email. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. If you're on the website, JillOnMoney.com, we have a contact button. Just click that. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts and send it along to someone else because, as I said... Mark and I are very goal-oriented and we want to crank. We want to like make 2021 a great year for the podcast. It's all about you guys. No one discovers this just by accident. It's usually because someone has told them about it. So be our uh, outside sales reps. Thank you very much. Okay. As always, wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and try to do something nice for someone else today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.